What's up, everybody? It's Brad and Andrew from Auto Off Topic. The coloring contest is back and now much improved thanks to super listener Frank Eck. The contest is simple. Complete one of the pages of the coloring book found on our Facebook page or the Auto Off Topic coloring contest Facebook page in any of two mediums. Digital, using any computer program, or analog, be it colored pencil, marker, crayon, watercolor, however you choose. One entry counted per medium per person. Each individual can have a total of two entries, one per format. There will also be two age groups, age 15 and below, and ages 16 on up. Links to the coloring book pages can be found on our Facebook page and the Facebook page for the coloring contest. Electronic entries, including scanned entries, can be sent to us via email, autooftopicpodcast at gmail.com. Paper copies can be sent by snail mail to Auto Off Topic Podcast Contest, 83 Lakeshore Drive, Georgetown, Massachusetts, 01833. Note, all hard copies received will not be returned, period. The contest runs through November 30th. The company's and owner's group's donating prizes are Mitsubishi Motors North America, Adventure Driven Design, Forced Performance, Palladian Trucks, Northeast Mitsubishi 4x4, Mitsubishi Montero Owners Group of the USA, Florida Mitsubishi 4x4, and Mitsu Nation Facebook Group. Please enjoy this free contest, and don't forget, entries must be postmarked by November 30th, 2017. Good luck. So far it wasn't on? Nope. Now it's turned on. And recording? Yes. Welcome to episode 63 of Off Topic. 63. 63. I'm Andrew. And I'm Brad. What's going on, Brad? Not much. It feels like it's been a month since we've been down here. Nope. Only a week. I know. But we had a weird Thanksgiving week, so we had we recorded a day early, released a day late, and we had like a day off from work, and then a day back in work, and then two days off from work. So it, fe- it feels like it's been longer than a week. Yeah, it kind of feels like a vacation. Kind of, sort of. Which is coming up soon. Yeah. No, I did a bunch of stuff on Black Friday, not shopping. Say what you buy. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I did put stuff Black Friday, too. I went to work. Yeah. Did a lot of things all day long. Yeah. Like true a normal did. Friday. I, uh, well, I did, I bought coolant at Napa. Was it on sale? No. They did have some other stuff on sale. I bet if you went to, like, Pet Boys, coolant would have been on Black Friday. Probably. So I should have done that. Yeah, whatever. I've recently become annoyed with Napa. Really? Um... Well, each Napa is like independently owned, so it depends on well, the Napa in your town. I bought. With. What did I buy? Um, power steering fluid. I don't remember what I bought. Whatever I bought, I was annoyed because I bought it at Napa because the only place in town where I live is a Napa, and I paid seven dollars for a bottle of it. I think it was power steering fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on that day, I had I was out and about, and I stopped at an AutoZone, and the same brand bottle of power steering fluid was two ninety nine. Yeah. I was annoyed that it was more than double the price. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, it's usually a little bit more money because NAP is an independent retailer and they're locally owned. And I like no problem paying a little bit more for something. But when it was like the difference between $7 or almost $8 and $3, I was a little annoyed. Depends on what I want because Napa is the only place around here that carries uh, liquid molly. They're also the only place around here that carries obscure old car parts, <laughs> so I do like yeah. it for that. Well, their catalog is so old; they've been around for so long. They usually have that stuff. So, yeah. And then the um, they also have uh, concentrated coolant, like most. Yes, you can buy it at Pet Boys and stuff still. 
I the, when I've gone to advanced, they just have 50-50 mix. Oh, really? No, like, I, I, like, I don't want 50-50 mix. I want to make my own mix mm-hmm. because I feel like you get more. You definitely do because you get – it costs – Less than half for a hundred percent coolant versus yeah oh, half coolant yeah. half water. Plus, it was like I got penicillin concentrate, green concentrate. The penicillin or pentacin? Pentacin. Uh, it was only like twenty two bucks. That's oh, not bad. No, and it's the same. Like I've bought, I know, like I bought Mitsubishi coolant before. Which is probably just it's, a re- it's just relabeled it's the same bottle stuff. of. I like really dark green coolant. I hate when my coolant is like thin and like light green, like ecto cooler. I like it like dark. Okay. Like dark, dark green. I like my beer dark. Don't really give a shit about my coolant. <laughs> no, I just feel like it's better when it's like real dark green. Just okay. I've never had that thought process before. And the anyway, that brings us project car updates. I work at a GM dealer, so I'm used to like orange, orange weird cool. orange yeah. like Dex soda cool. stuff. Yeah, Dex cool. It's not soda. No. Not soda. It looks like orange soda. Yep. Don't drink it. Nope. Uh, Ethylene glycol well, is very bad for you. You know what's even crazier is the newer stuff, the extra long life that's blue, mm-hmm. that people put uh, windshield washer fluid in there. Oops. Uh, radiators. That like, happens? Oh, yeah. I didn't ever see yeah. that happen. Yeah. I know there's... I mean, I don't think it will really... It's not going to hurt your engine. It's just not great. Like A lot of German cars have a pink coolant. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, if we go along this same uh, topic of discussion, is the color of pink lemonade, not orange soda or green ecto cooler. Comparing coolant to drinks, I don't know how to describe the colors. I mean, green, blue, pink. It's pretty good. Yellow for universal, yeah. or, or or lemonade, of course. Well, I don't know if you're. I don't know. If you're explain to someone what it looks like. I don't know. They I, all I smell think, the same. I which think is I would avoid using. Edible, edible products to describe car products. Uh, it does smell sweet. It does. But it's got that, supposedly, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but they say it's got like a bit, like a, like a bitten, bit, yeah. Embitterment. Embitterment to make it so, is that what they call it really? Yeah. So they make it so animals won't like take a yeah. look of it and be like, oh my God, this is so good. And then just die. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird how like oily it is. It's like kind of greasy. Mm-hmm. It definitely has a weird consistency to it. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it lubricates too because it lubricates like your water pump and stuff while it's in yeah. there. So. Well, anyway, I wanted to flush the coolant in the WRX because it was kind of ah, thin. See, and now wi- the conversation ends around to why we're doing this. It was thin and wimpy looking. So. You wanted a good hearty coolant. Yes. Okay. I wanted a man's coolant. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's 2017, Andrew. We can't. Assign genders to anything, okay? You All wanted right. a nice, strong coolant. I wanted a strong, working coolant. You wanted the stout of coolants. Yes, I did. Um, so, yeah. I, you know uh, that's a tester, so you can test how well the coolant works, yeah. regardless of how dark it is. That's true. But uh, it did look kind of brownish, which means there's a little bit of rust in there. Mm-hmm. So just kind of dumped it out and changed it. I also changed the oil with my liquamoly. Mm-hmm. That I like to use the 530. Um, oh, it was really cool because I saw there was. Do you a, have a preference of color for your oil? Uh, I prefer a nice golden, a nice golden brown, nice golden uh, fresh, amber, fresh from the like Rockies. A, yeah, like a <laughs> I, like a Coors, uh, just a Coors Banquet uh-huh. beer color. Okay. That's when it's Coors, fresh. Coors Banquet beer is like almost yellow. So yeah, I go with that. And then when you, it, want, you want like it like a, uh, um, let's see, let's see, like because then when it comes out. It's gonna look like a black coffee, like or Guinness. like a or like a Guinness. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
I get you. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to describe stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but it was kind of cool because I saw, I follow the Lickamolly USA Canada on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they had some thing, like they had a keychain. They, like, post up whatever, send it, like, something. And just, they just it. said comment. No, they just said comment, and we'll send you a keychain. Okay. So I did, and I like, gave them their address, and I'm going to get like a Lukamali keychain. That's cool. I was like, sweet. Cause I like Free Luka, swag. I like Lukamali. Yeah. It's good. Uh, I wouldn't buy a Lukamali keychain, but if they want to send me one, I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. And um, actually, I didn't buy that at NAP. I bought that at Amazon this time because it was cheaper. I never thought about buying coolant or oil and stuff on Amazon. I didn't know they could even ship it, to be honest with you. Yeah, it came in an Amazon box, That's so cool. it was not like flammable or anything. So it is to a point. I yeah, mean, but it's not going to flash. Yeah, it has. A, well, it has like a super high flash point, but um, it was like ten or fifteen dollars cheaper than Napa for like five quarts. Yeah, five liters. Yeah, whatever. But I don't know. I like that stuff better than. Uh, I feel like it's better than the current versions of Mobile One. People get real nerdy about their oil, but... Yeah, I was going to ask where you got that information from. I just... Liquid Molly meets all of the European standards and stuff for being, like, true synthetic. Okay. Whereas there's, like, versions of in the United States for synthetic. You can have, like, just a tiny percentage a of it. Percentage be, of mineral oil yeah. or mineral oil, but um, dinosaur oil. Yeah, so it's... I don't know. I don't... I don't feel like Mobile One is worth the price for what it is. I think you get a better product out of Liquid Molly. I, I'm not personally. I'm not going to push, um, you know, Walmart as a sales here, as a sales point here. But it's pretty cheap at Walmart. Liquid Tech or something? No, just the Mobile One, uh, a five quart container oh. Mobile One. It's significantly cheaper there. I don't know if it's the actually, same quality as it is at Napa, but it's pretty cheap. Actually, I bought um, Castrol at. Walmart the other day because mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have time to go to uh, Napa for Castrol oil for the is what I usually use Montero. in the old cars yeah um, because I feel I like to use name brand just because it's oil and I do um, and Castrol is usually the best value for the money for a um, conventional. conventional it's hard to find yeah. a conventional now too it's mostly like blends mm-hmm. that's the other reason why I go to Napa usually because they have a 1040 conventional yeah the problem I've always had with the older cars with the newer synthetics is that there's so much it's too more thin. slippery and thin that you'll get more leaks out yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing, too. When you get a good oil, like a new modern uh, synthetic, it also has a lot of cleaning agents in it. So you will open up stuff and you'll end up with leaks. Oh, yeah. More leaks than you had before. Yeah. So that usually in the older the older Monteros, I've been running 1040 conventional. Which is not, it's not a big deal on something we've taken apart and put back together no. as much as it is on a... 1978 Colt with 110,000 miles on it that I've never broken a seal on. Yeah. You know, it could be used, you know, new gaskets all around, but conventional oil stays in it pretty good. Yeah. And synthetic oil if just... You, if you read the back of the Napa oil, it. though, it does have, like, it does say Valvoline. It's made by Valvoline. It's made by Valvoline. So, but it's a little less because it's Napa brand. But I didn't have time to go to Napa. I put Castrol, 1040. Yeah, Castrol is what I use in almost everything. In the Montero, so oh. that's not... And, of course, OEM filters. I love getting those. It bothers me that I can't get an OEM filter for the 1.6 Colts. What? What, a Mitsubishi filter? Yeah. It's not the fat it's a, filter? It's a different thread pattern. Is it the same one that goes in a smart car? I, I couldn't tell you. That is a Mitsubishi filter. 
a small one. I'll have to look. I haven't looked. I usually wind up just using a pure later or whatever. It's right. a good enough for that car, I guess. Hmm. Car ran through the seventies on crappy seventies filters and oil. So no, I just um, like I went on eBay. I bought a three pack of Subaru filters that came with gaskets. Mm-hmm. That was a good deal. Actually, I did the same thing last time. I just bought like a four pack of Mitsubishi filters. On I eBay. still have a case at my house that we uh, I bought to split with you. And it's still at my house. Yeah, and then I never, I don't think I ever paid you for them. No, I never used them either. The MZ six nine zero one one sixes. Yeah, the fat ones. Yeah, I have a case of them. Oh, okay. Of my basement still. All right. I know where they are. All right. So. We'll work on that. So anyway, after I did all that, um, the WRX has had an exhaust leak. So it still had that muffler leak that I had fixed mm-hmm. where the mid pipe and the muffler broke. And we just, I just put a tube and got a hodgepodge of hose clamps and it worked yep. great. But it was definitely leaking from the donut gasket because just disintegrated from, the from age. To the mid pipe? Yeah. Just totally disintegrated age. Very common on Subaru. Well, it's really hot because turbo, turbo exhaust. Yeah. And, and it's an 05, so it's. 04, yeah. Sorry, 04. With so 160,000 miles on it. years old now. The original exhaust. Yeah. But so, I thought you are pretty good. Yeah. In New England, especially. Yep. So it was leaking, kind of just had a small leak. Uh, the inspection station didn't seem to care about it, but it wouldn't pass because of readiness. The catalytic converter efficiency. Yeah, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't get heat, like the heated signal or whatever. Okay, so like an O2 sensor problem? It's weird because it would, sometimes it would be set and ready, but it wouldn't be at a time when I could go to get an inspection. Right. And then it's it Sunday would, afternoon at 6 o'clock. And then the... Ready for inspection sticker. Yeah, and then the mysterious EVAP code would pop up, and I'd clear it, and then it would show not ready again. Hmm. So I was like... Nah. So I decided to, you know, maybe... I don't know. I had the whole downpipe left over from STI and the STI exhaust. I was like, eh, I might as well just swap it because I've got time. Uh, before See. before it just breaks in the middle of the winter. And that's cold and annoying and you yeah. deal with it. And hopefully just by doing that and then reflashing it, maybe that would help the cat's set readiness. So you have basically a full turbo back on the car now. I did turbo back. Yeah. Did a turbo back stealth. I don't know what they called it. Well, it's, I don't a, remember. it's an upgrade because it's an STI muffler, so it probably flows better than the stock. It's slightly one. larger, yeah. yeah. But it's quieter. The, down, the downpipe is a big part, anyway. The downpipe is where all the power is in those cars. So it's a mad dad down, mad dad downpipe that I had. Okay. The um, so that I put that in, and then it's like basically it's quieter than it was before. Well, it had a hole in it before, so yeah. that makes sense. But it's like stock, but with the reflash like even quicker. And you can probably hear the turbo a little louder now, too, with the downpipe. You can hear the turbo. Yeah, it echoes through the downpipe. Um, You definitely feel it at highway speeds. It's like, whoa, that's way less throttle to accelerate. So it's downpipe, midpipe, stock midpipe from SDI, Mm -hmm. stock muffler section from SDI. Yeah, which we discussed why I couldn't find my original one. Yeah, because it it ended up on my friend's old Outback Sport. Yeah, so I ended up getting one from a listener, uh, NG Kev. Yep, which so. I didn't know he had Subarus as well as Monteros. So came off his 05 STI, so I bought it off him and excellent. And then I used an Access Port V1, <laughs> like that's how old it is. Yeah, well, Keith bought it like the year he bought the car. Yeah, that car's been a Stage One car for like a hundred and sixty thousand miles, forty hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> miles. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty early on he bought that for yeah. the car. I remember when he bought it for the car? 
Yeah, it's got 160 now. It was probably done at 10,000 miles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's always just kind of worked. So yeah, why if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, I could trade it in for newer ones because they do have a lot more uh, like options. That you do can... they make more power now? They do have updated maps. What kind of uh, money are you talking about, though, to make a few more horsepower if you trade it in? Uh, they might give you like 200 bucks. I feel like six hundred dollar part. Yeah, yeah. Might not be worth it for five more horse. Not right away, but probably just to get the updated maps, and then you have other options. I think I could eventually, if that evap code still comes by, you can turn it off. Did you get a sticker on the car now? No, I haven't had time. So, are you still having the same issue with the evap code? I haven't checked it. Well, the the check engine light hasn't come on in a while. Okay. So, I'm gonna. But exhaust doesn't have anything to do with evap. Yeah, but I don't know what it would. I don't know. It's being weird. Mm. I, it would happen if I'd, I get, I have to fill the car tomorrow. It would happen at three quarters of a tank. You know, it doesn't have an EVAP code. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I own. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have fuel injection. Although, although I do have in going back to the 78 Colt, there's a red light in the dash that says EGR temp. Okay. That comes on all the time. All right. I don't know why. It's just it's it's constantly on now. I haven't really looked into it either. I probably could clean the EGR out, uh, or remove it. But then the light probably stay on. Uh, and remove the bulb. I could probably do that. This car runs fine. It doesn't seem to be an issue. Yeah, you don't need it. Well, I don't. The, I don't like the bright red bright red light on my dashboard. So All right. I should do something about it. So. It anyway. used to come on only after a long highway drive, and now it's just on <laughs> all the time. Weird. Yeah. I no, just look into I, it and see what it is. I like having Black Friday off because I work on my cars. I like having Black Friday off, too, because I don't have to work. But I didn't have Black Friday off because I had to work. So, <laughs> And then we finally, uh, Project House Updates, replaced the dishwasher. Sweet. After being here for nearly four years with a broken dishwasher, I was like, oh, yeah, we don't. I can go do something else. One of us can go do something else dishes. instead of doing the dishes. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. Rich boy. <laughs> I don't have a... It's Black Friday sale. I don't have a dishwasher in my house. Do them all by hand. Yeah. Artisanal dishwashing. Yes. <laughs> Just use paper plates. It's fine. I'll have to show you where the buttons are when we're done. Yeah. You put a picture of it on Facebook. And I was like, where are the buttons for that thing? <laughs> it's very bizarre. Fancy looking. They're under cabinet buttons. It's like a space dishwasher. It's just a stainless steel dishwasher. For space. kind of looks like a stove. It's super light, like, compared to the old one. It was like solid steel. Well, the old one was from ni- 1974, so it was pretty yeah. old. Which uh, I put in front of the house for yeah. trash. And so then... Will, will they take that trash? My, my city will. That's annoying. Mine wouldn't. Um, Mine's like, oh, you have something that's slightly larger than a trash barrel? You had to pay to get that removed. And then we we left the house to go hang out with you guys. What uh, did you do that for? Yeah. Uh, Saturday night. Then we came back at like, you know, like 2 in the morning. And I look, and the motor is gone out of the dishwasher. And it's like flipped over. And somebody like ripped the control panel out of it. So the motor and the control panel are gone. Yeah. So maybe somebody's driving by and was like, oh, a 1975 oh, Amana. I oh, have one of those. Yeah, shit. I have that one. Okay. I need the control panel and the motor. Which like, is probably broken anyway. Yeah, the motor is totally broken because the thing didn't work. 
Hmm. I can only imagine, like, is it because of the copper windings? Like, what? Oh, that makes sense. If it's an old electric, like, DC motor, it would have... It would have a copper, co- what, copper wine. A pound of copper? Uh, whatever. Having that pound of copper is one pound more than they had before they took it out. I guess. And they have to, like, unwind it and stuff. I don't know, I don't know how much illicit substance you could buy with one pound's worth of copper. But and then whatever the hell is in enough. the control panel. But they didn't even take all the buttons. Like, the, some of the buttons were still there. It was really weird. They took what came out easily. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, that's strange. And, like, in the middle of the afternoon on Sunday... The dog is barking. I look out, and somebody was taking part of the insulation off of it and a couple wires. The insulation? Yeah. Like he's like a squirrel building a home somewhere. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's super weird. And so then people I, scavenged parts off of this old dishwasher in front of your house. Yeah. That's so bizarre. And then later in the afternoon, some dude finally rolled up with a pickup truck and just took the whole thing. Which that makes sense because yeah, it's, it's metal. It was yeah. a bunch of steel. Yeah. I wonder if it was the same guy that took stuff earlier, too, and was like, I'll come back with a truck later. No, I think I think the guy that took the uh, insulation was my neighbor, because he, like, walked away, Well, and he, but he didn't look homeless. Say if he wasn't a neighbor, maybe he really was fashioning a sleeping bag out of it. I don't know. The cold, dark night to follow. Super weird. That is weird. But it's kind of cool that it was gone, but at the end of the day, you didn't have to look at it until trash. Yeah, you know, the street we live on is so busy. I just put stuff out there, and it disappears that I don't want. On the alternative side of that, you also get things that appear in the middle of the day sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's the other thing, too. The dishwasher was sitting there, so somebody threw, like, a McDonald's... Dishes in it? Like, super large cup away in it. I was like, what? Just thanks. That's just... Well, as as the owner of a daily-driven pickup truck, I can mm. tell you that... That's general practice. It is a depository for yeah. my trash if I'm yeah. walking by. People are like, oh, a big open area. It's not littering. I'll put all my trash in this guy's pickup truck. Yeah, he'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't see it, and then I drive down the highway, and it blows all over the place, and I look like the asshole. Yeah. Super annoying. If you ever put trash in somebody's pickup truck that you're walking by, you are a horrible person, and I wish the worst for you. I'm all right. sorry. If you're, if you're walking the dog, do you put your poop bags in somebody else's trash? No, I carry them back no, to my house. No, I don't, yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? Because I'd be annoyed if somebody started filling my trash bags, my trash barrels with their dog's poop. Super annoying when I go to bring my trash barrels in at the end of the day and somebody has put more trash in them. Yeah, that's really, I don't have that problem because I live in a tiny little street, but I can see that being a problem here. It's because usually they just throw them in your front yard and they don't worry about leaving a trash barrel there. I, I understand. Uh, okay. Listen, if you collected fireball bottles, I, you would be in heaven at this house. Yeah. I appreciate that you put it. Uh, tried to put it in the trash barrel, but the trash barrel is now empty because trash has already come to pick it up. Right. So now I'm, <laughs> I wanted to flip my trash barrel over and put it away. Nope. But no, I can't because now you're guardian it. of their trash for another week. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. So it must be the acceptable thing if you want to drink and drive to use fireball nips. I don't know if acceptable is the word. Okay, not acceptable. But the, um, the I don't easiest know. to get away with, I guess, because it smells like big red gum. Yeah. Yeah. That that has to be it. Yeah, like, there's those, like, that has to be the thinking mentality that if I'm going to drink and drive, I'll use Fireball. Because if I get pulled over, I can say I was using Side Big Red. Note, auto off topic does not encourage you drinking and driving. This no, is you not shouldn't. a lesson in how to drink and drive. No, you shouldn't. This, this is, is just a thought of why there's so many Fireball bottles on the street. I'm just hypothesizing why this exists like this. Yes. Because they're everywhere, all up and down the street. They're my street, too, and I live on a little tiny street in a little tiny town. Yeah. And I get to my front yard, too. Yeah. But it must be what it is. People just get the $1 little 
nips of fireball because it doesn't smell like liquor on your breath. It smells like why cinnamon you, gum. Why you need to drink and drive, I don't understand. Well, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day about <laughs> alcoholism, Andrew. Yeah, I guess. I don't think it's a... I don't think most people get in the car and they're like, man, I need to get lit to drive this car. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. There was one day, uh, maybe two years ago, it was Christmas Day. I was walking the dog. It was a nice day. So, you know, like, I don't know, 9 or 10 in the morning. I go down one of the neighborhoods here, and there's a car parked where there's, like, never usually cars parked. Mm-hmm. So maybe the person just gave up. But on the, it was like a, it was like a Mark IV Jetta. Like, on the dash was just open bottles of fireball, like one closed one and then like a bunch of open ones on the dashboard. On the dashboard. That's wise move. Right out, like right in plain sight. Yeah. Like they just Christmas Eve, let's do this. And then I'll mark for jet. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Eh, it story checks out. Yeah. Story checks out. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I had a mark for Jetta and a mark for golf. So <laughs> I, I, I guess I can make fun of other mark for Jetta and golf owners. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a it's a trashy car. Way off on that. What did you? <laughs> I mean, I like them. I've owned them, so I can't really say it's a trashy car. Uh, but. To be fair, I borrowed your Mark IV for like a month. Did you? Yeah, because my the GTI. Uh, yeah, my SI was getting fixed, and oh, there was a reason why you could you couldn't use yeah, it because I was a dummy and lost my license for speeding. Yeah, not for, not for drinking Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> no, having a lead foot. Yes, having too many speeding tickets. That was super annoying because the last speeding ticket was one that was like... You were in a Malibu. Doing, a beige Malibu. And I was doing 58 to 55. Yeah, you're like super slowing lame. down to the tolls. Yeah. Which is super lame, but... Yep, but it was just the last in the line of tickets that yeah. ruined my life for a few months. Because kind of once they... I lost my license my birthday weekend. That was the worst thing ever. Once they see that you've got a bunch of tickets, they're like, well, I'm just going to pile it on. Yeah, this was, in my defense, over a decade ago. So I was early 20s. Oh, yeah. So it's not like those yesterday. Well, you're probably mid-20s because I was early 20s with my SI. Okay. Sorry. I was probably 24, 25. Yeah, it was not good. All right. It's not, it's not fun losing your license, people. So don't drink and drive. Nope. And don't speed too much. Again, I didn't drink and drive. It was speeding tickets. That's right. Just need to defend myself on that one. But yeah, it's when I had a Mark IV GTI. I had, it would have been actually it would have been two thousand and four. Yeah, because that's when I had that car, so I would have been twenty three. All right. So yeah, anyway. I was like twenty or twenty one. Regardless, we're on tangents. Um, I have had another week of successfully not having any project car updates. No, last week you fixed the brown colt. I I did. Yeah. Well, good. So I have only disappointed everybody for one week. Well, I don't know. At least got that one. Yeah, I haven't done anything this week. I mean, I drove the blue car around. I went to Cars and Coffee again. Yeah, which Cars and Coffee was this? Uh, it's a new one, which it's it's like there seems to be one every weekend now. It's getting a little out of hand, um, which I guess is a good thing because it's always something to do. It was, they're it was they're the, the new cruise night. Yeah, exactly. They're a cruise night for a younger crowd, I guess. Yeah. Because um, it's always a younger crowd. Um, well, we don't like... Going out in the evening? I don't know. For some reason, we like getting up early? No, we don't. We're young. Well, I'm not young anymore, but the crowd that goes is significantly younger than I am. No, we're middle-aged. Well, not middle-aged yet. We're approaching. I think, yeah. I think when I hit 40, I can say I'm middle-aged. Okay. I still have like three years to go, so I'm good. Um, the crowd that goes to a Cars and Coffee, though, seems to be like, at least the ones around here, not all of them. 
but it seems to be like a like eighteen to twenty five. Mm-hmm. I would say, which is kind of as somebody who is approaching forty, <laughs> is a little annoying. Um, yeah. Because there's some questionable people and behavior. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it was in Methuen at Honeydew Donuts. Yeah. Um, I'll put that lightly. It wasn't really at Honeydew Donuts. It mm. was in a big open parking lot that's adjacent. Kind of adjacent to Honeydew Donuts. It was a good five-minute walk to the Honeydew Donuts. But there was coffee. There was coffee and there was if cars. you were willing to work for it. Okay. Um, and I brought a coffee with me, so I was good. But... It was down behind the coffee shop. In fact, I thought I was at the wrong location when I pulled in because there was no cars. But they were all behind, so I didn't Uh. see them. Um, It's also the first time I've ever been to a car show that everybody left because it started to snow. Okay. Um, It was 40 degrees when I left my house in the morning. Yeah. So it was nice. And then all of a sudden it got dark and the wind kicked up and there were... Hundreds and thousands of leaves coming out of the trees, and then it started to snow, and everybody screamed. So like a snow squall. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, didn't build up. It was it was basically like rain? It definitely didn't do that down here. No, did up there though, because it's almost in New Hampshire, hmm. um, a little bit further north, and they're probably about twenty miles north. Just just a little bit of a snow squall. It wasn't like I said. It was more like it was rain, more rain than snow, but you could see the snowflakes in the air. Uh, but it was it was good. There was some nice cars there. A couple of you know typical. Stuff you would see at a Cars and Coffee, new Skylines, and some Supras, and some FDR X7s, and Corvettes, and a smattering of Imprezas, and Jettas, and Cobalts, and <laughs> anything else yeah. that somebody from 18 to 25 would drive. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a small crowd. There was a right-hand drive Integra DA, I think they call that one. The one after the pop-up headlights it has the really thin, wide headlights. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's called a DA Integra. It was a Honda Integra because it was right-hand drive from mm-hmm. out of Japan. That was kind of cool. A really nice FBR X7. Um, cream colored was really nice. But I had the blue, the blue Colt again and just been enjoying that and driving that. It's been a good car. So reveling in the fact that it's now pretty much December and it hasn't really snowed yet, so they haven't salted the roads, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's been a good time. Mm-hmm. So I've just been enjoying the car for a little extended period this we year, I think. probably could have gone to the Jalopnik show, but I kind of forgot about it because I've well, moved it. Well, I'm not 100% sure because when I was on Sunday after Cars and Coffee, I went to Maine to check on the property up there. Um, and on the highway, there was a lot of salt on the highway. Up there. Up there. So I don't it's know different. if it would have been the same. I didn't bring the blue cold. They didn't get any precipitation, though, that was, like, freezing down no. south of us. So Yeah, maybe not. It probably would have been fine. Yeah, up in, up in Maine, there wasn't any snow on the ground, so I don't know if they had any snow yet, but they must have had, like, a freezing rain or mm-hmm. water on the street that froze because I'd say from, like, not Seabrook, but, like, like Freedom, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. north, was all very white streets. Maybe yeah. like, maybe even further down than that. Maybe not quite that far. But like Dover, New Hampshire, north was some pretty heavy white white stuff on the streets. Yeah. So it was pretty salt. Thankfully, I did not bring the Colt. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking about it, but I decided to bring. I decided to go home and bring the truck because I knew I was going to be bringing stuff back from Maine that was going to be bulky. So, And I was very glad I did because when I hit the salt, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the truck has already seen salt this year. Yeah. Actually, it's not it, been undercoated yet. Yeah, I got to talk to you about undercoating the Montero and other vehicles. Yep. New Hampshire oil undercoat. 
Yeah, we'll get to that. Everybody's um, at Auto Alliance. What else? Oh, you watched the um, the Hoonigan video with the Starion? Yes, of course. Our vehicle that combines basically everything that we like John, into one vehicle. John Lazarak. Yeah. He's like Mr. Conquest Starion. Um, he's like everybody that owns a Conquest and Starion, he's like our hero. Yeah. Because <laughs> the car is amazing. He's an engineer, drivetrain engineer for GM. Uh, Chrysler. Concept engineer or something. Yeah, G- for GM. Um, so he has a really good engineering background, and he engineered the crap out of that car. It's mm-hmm. an LS car, so it's... But it's not like a just an LS swap and go. It's the car is everything on the car is, you know, bespoke to that car. It's pretty amazing, mm-hmm. and the details on it from the turn signals to the exhaust to the roll cage to the car is just put together really nicely. And he competes in the Optima Ultima Street Ultimate Street Car Challenge. I like the idea of that the Ultimate Street Car Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's cool. It reminds me of the old Sport Compact car. That's what it grew out of, I think, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. But the, um, he's in like the unlimited class? No, vintage. Oh, vintage? But it's like still like an unlimited vintage class then, because they have classes for slower cars too, mm-hmm. I think. But yeah, I, I like it. I just don't, I'd, I'd want to do something like that that wasn't quite as extreme. Like something that requires stock body lines and like stock suspension mounting points. Yeah, my would Talon be would be a good car for that. For something that had stock body lines and stock suspension yeah. points, not for something like, because that car has completely changed. No. Like it's, you know, six inches wider than it was. It's already a wide car. Mm-hmm. And then it's got, you know, everything is changed and triangulated differently. And it's a very different car than the factory put out. I haven't really watched those videos that, that Hoonigan puts out. The daily transmission? Yeah, I should watch those more often. They're a lot of fun because, I mean, it's not serious. You don't get a lot of technical information usually. But it's fun to watch people just beat on their cars and do donuts. Yeah. That's all it really is for. I just like the informalness of the way they're made. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They they do one thing and they do it well. Mm-hmm. Entertaining videos. But, no, that's a really cool car. Um, yeah, and I was just like, man, I should really... I need to get back to the Talon, put that back together. Yeah, uh, we discussed this the other day off it, air because you always give me crap about my cars that don't run. Yeah, no, and this runs. We forget that you have a car in your garage that hasn't moved in like four years. Yeah, but it runs and it could drive. Yeah, well, I have other cars that can run and could drive, but they're not done too. So it's just not inspected. Mm, and a couple that needs tires. Yeah, and you need to do brakes. Yeah, and you have other stuff you want to do to it, so it's technically not ready to go. Yeah, but it runs. So you can I, listen. A lot of my, the Starion runs, the RX-7 runs, the truck runs now. I, it at least it has plates on it. It's registered. The Galant has plates on it, but doesn't run. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm calling it from this point forward that you can no longer give me crap for having broken cars until your talent's back in the road. Okay, done. All right. So um, I'll have it. Uh, by Friday, <laughs> uh, we're canceling canceling the plans to go to Radden this weekend because Andrew needs to fix his talent. No, no, no definitely. That's, still be um, no, I do plan to have that back together for the spring. I didn't get to it last spring. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it this spring. Well, jokes on you because you got to spend tons of time working on my cars with me over the winter, so your cars not get ready by the spring. Oh no, because I I only need a few things. Oh, Okay. And I'm going to set it up so I can do it here in my garage and just come downstairs and work on it every now and then. All right. Well, we're still going to do it in my garage, too. Yeah. Did you... Do you want to discuss the other one or no? I don't want to discuss it yet because I don't have possession of it okay. yet. Okay. 
All right. Uh, but it runs and drives. All right. If I do get it. All right. Because we're there. We're going to start doing. Um, I said this before, but we're definitely going to start doing more video stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, just like projects, yep. car projects, maybe even just like model car projects too. Because sure, I can do that right at the house. It's winter time. It's model car exactly. So there's stuff stuff in the works for that. Uh, yeah, what else? I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Um, I gotta like put my stuff together so I can go to California on Friday. <laughs> Yes, I have to do that, too. We have to get our period-correct clothing put together. Pretty much together. You are. <laughs> I am not. Um, I did get you some stuff off eBay. Hopefully that shows up in time. Yeah, hopefully. All of it said it was shipped. Okay. Cause I'm did still... you put a little request in that I ship it early? No. No, so I usually do that. Well, it's this time of year after Black Friday. Stuff usually shows up real fast. Yeah. Just because the, all of the shipping systems are moving really quickly. For Christmas deliveries. Yeah. Yes. Excuse me, for holiday deliveries. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm still waiting on, I needed some vintage camera straps. You needed some. Yeah, to you complete the look. Yeah, okay. I have a camo one. Is that vintage enough? Mm, maybe. I, I, mean, I got one that... Camo is pretty I actually didn't have a nice one for the, uh, the Olympus. I had uh, an original leather one. Mm-hmm. And it just deteriorated. Didn't you have an Indian print one? Uh, I did, but I had that on my digital Olympus that I sold. I sold it with the camera. Oh, okay. Because that, that would look good for period correct. That was... Yeah, well, I got one that was similar. And then I got one for the Olympus that actually said OM system on it. Okay, which is the old logo. Yeah, that's it's cool. Pretty, it's pretty cool looking. And then. Yeah, I'm, I don't, unfortunately, I'm not in the financial position to buy new camera straps on a whim right now. Especially when we're paying for a trip to California the in general. Stupid so, ones with the vintage ca- uh, Canon logo were like crazy money. So yeah, I did not I have, buy one of those. I have one with, cam- with camouflage, so that'll be fine. Yeah. I'll put that on. Um, no, we'll even know I have it. Yeah. I've got my uh, vest. Yes, your your vintage fly fishing vest. A photographer's vest. Right. That's what I meant. So I doesn't will, look anything like a fly fishing I, vest. No. <laughs> it's got a Fujifilm logo on it. Yes, I know. So I'll be your '80s and '90s nerdy photographer. We just need to get you some a bucket hat and some high and some waders and. Well, I do have jorts. Afterwards. Um, I'm glad you got jorts. Yeah, that, I that will. I will tuck day. my white T-shirt into them. That just makes my day. Uh, I've got a neat snap-on T-shirt. All you need now is a Corvette. Complete <laughs> the look. Um, yeah, no, I wish uh, that we had found, uh, I didn't spend enough time looking for like a trucker hat. I really wanted like the Goodyear hat with the gold crest on it. Oh, the one that has like the gold band to yeah, it. Yeah. The like, bill and that, the hat. Yeah. Oh. That you'd put on like after you won the race, they'd hand you the Goodyear I hat. I need to go search the garage some more. There's gotta be one in there. Or a Pirelli. I had that hat. Yeah. I, I, I'll have to go back and look at my father's garage. I know it's gotta be one there. Checking your dad's office. There's definitely not one in the office because everything that was in there has moved out of there. But oh, okay. It would be in the obstacle. I, I did a cursory look the other day and I didn't see anything, but I'll go look again because we got me a trucker hat from the 86 World Series. Yeah, if it shows up. It should show up. Hopefully mm-hmm. it shows up. Oh, Billy Buckner. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's Which is uh, for anybody who's local to New England, everybody remembers the 86 World Series because that's the one that was lost by one play. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bill Buckner. Um, and hopefully it shows up in time. We have the 
Um, I would do uh, 86 Celtics. 86 Celtics. Champions. Uh, 86? 86, yep. Which they played L.A., which is awesome because they're going to be in L.A., so it's going to rub some people the wrong way. I also did try to, uh, maybe it shows up in time, I did order you the rally. Towel, the towel too. Excellent. That says beat LA. Says beat LA. Yeah, from the '86 series. And I can only uh, hope championship that there's someone else there in Lakers gear. Yes. From the '80s. Yes. Because that'd be hilarious. Take so a picture. My, so my basic goal is um, mid '80s sports fan. Mid '80s Boston sports fan. Yeah. It was a it was a good time to be a Celtics fan. Yes, but that's it. Yeah, it was a bad time to be. Well, I mean, the Red Sox made the pennant series that year. I mean, they went for they it. Did. They just it blew was... it horribly badly. Um. So and I'm then for get, many years afterwards. Oh, yeah, forever afterwards until very recently. Um, so I'm going to do like a pair of 80s cuffed sweatpants, which makes me shudder a little bit that I'm going to wear those uh, in public. Like, they have like no form to them. There's like... Yeah, just... I'm going to get you green ones. Total George Costanza. Like. Well, I'm going to get green ones because they're going to go with the Celtics shirt. Yeah. Um, and a pair of white tube socks pulled up into them. With a fresh pair of chucks. There you go. So that's my 80s look. So I'm um, going to be horribly embarrassed to go to and from the show. I, no, I bet you, like, nobody will even pay attention to you. I feel if I'm wearing Celtics gear in L.A., I'm going to pay attention to you no matter what. Maybe. But other than that, you're probably right. Yeah. Like, I feel like just that's what hipsters wear now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, especially out there. Like, Well, like I said, my... 16-year-old cousin wears cuffed sweatpants and white socks and sandals. And it's like... Which is weird. It's weird like to me. the cool thing to do. So Yeah. I don't understand it at all. But that's middle-aged us, I guess. <laughs> we'll go ahead and call us middle-aged. You know, it's funny. Though, it's we like don't understand the, teenagers anymore. I'm going to wear my chucks, too. But it's like those are just something that was never out of style. Yeah, they're perennially cool. Yeah. And the same thing. Like, I've got my sunglasses I'm going to wear are just... Tur- they're just tortoiseshell wayfarers that are just been in style for the last 50 years. Um, like, I'm just going to wear the glasses that I own because yeah. if I don't wear them, I'm going to fall down a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I can't do anything about glasses because I need We could see. find you some neon things to go over them or something. Neon croquis. <laughs> Are the croquis? Oh, yeah, yeah if, you, whole... if you could find a croquis. I, ne- I think they still sell them at like eyeglass places. Yeah, maybe. They probably sell the same ones they sold 30 years ago. Well, yeah, they probably made them once. And they're still selling the ones from that first initial run. But I, they might even be selling my parents' house somewhere because I used to wear them when I played basketball. I Yeah, I would wear them too back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, because if you're active and you have glasses on, there was no other way to hold you glasses goggles. Did they even make prescription goggles yeah. in the 80s? I don't Definitely. remember them. I remember wearing croquis because I can't see shit without my glasses on. Yeah. Blind as a bat, unfortunately. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for that wonderful jeans. Well, whatever. Anyway. I'm excited um, to have an embarrassing outfit on all day. Um, I'm more more excited to see a bunch of cool cars. Yep. And I'm even more excited to meet a bunch of cool people. That's right. So um, all the other podcasts that we listen to and communicate with will be there. Some of the are... Internet heroes, I guess you can call them. Also, also getting a ride in the Million Mile Lexus. Yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. We uh, confirmed that today that our friend who is driving the Million Mile Lexus to the show will pick us up in the morning, bring us to the event. We'll do some help with setup and stuff in the morning and uh, then enjoy the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. I can't 
can't friggin' wait. It's going to be an epic time. I don't know. Uh, I didn't even look up what the weather. I assume 70 degrees? Uh, yeah, 67 to 74 during the day. Cool. Uh, two days ago I looked and it said it was going to rain, and I was really angry because it's Southern California and it doesn't rain in Southern California. Um, but that weather forecast has not changed. Cool. So I can check right here on the phone. I had the technology. It's always sunny in L.A. Not Philadelphia, though. No. Um, it, yeah, it's even in California, if it does rain, it doesn't rain all day. No. It rains and stops. So let's see. Weather. L.A. This is great radio here. Yeah, what's the weather? Uh, 76. It's pretty warm. It's pretty warm. Um, precipitation, 0%. Humidity, 40%. Two mile per hour wind. Cool. So that's a pretty good day. A little bit of clouds in the sky. Keep the sun off of us. That's a pretty typical uh, December L.A. day. Mm-hmm. So I absolutely love L.A. So, yep. I really can't wait to get back. I was being a hot, uh, sunny days. I just finished, finally finished the New England Forest Rally photos. I just got busy over the summer. I Only been it. five months. What, did you get a wedding or something? Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I put those, they're on my Flickr page. I'll link them to the off topic page. I really can't talk about photos cause I take a lot of pictures and then nobody ever sees them. No. So it's only cause I don't have a laptop that I can edit pictures on right now. Then did you really take them? If a tree falls in the woods? Yeah, yeah exactly. If a man takes a picture, nobody ever sees If you it, can't it really share your activities with anyone, did you really do them? That's the Facebook conundrum. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have tons of content, like, backed up from when I first bought my first digital camera in, like, 1998 <laughs> to <Yeah>. now. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe 2000. Well, I, I only recently filled up my one terabyte. I, I just have tons of memory cards that I could go through and find, like, stuff from the past to keep filling up content with. I probably should. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Anyway. Do you have any other uh, points of discussion today, Andrew? I don't think so. I think we'll call that an episode. Kind of covered it all? Yep. You're pretty busy over there clicking away on your computer, so. Yeah, just checking stuff. Good. Is it all there? It is all there. All right. <laughs> so, as always, you can follow us on, on Facebook, Auto Off Topic Podcast. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, Auto Off Topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, coloring contest ends tomorrow. Yeah, get your contest entries in. We may extend the contest a little bit because we might want a few more entries because we have a lot of prizes to give away. No, I want them all in tomorrow. You've been warned for months. All right. You don't have any excuses. Yeah, we will you judge them listen, when you we have to listen to this podcast. We will judge them the next day week. it comes out because tomorrow is the day it comes out. Listen, I, we've been running that ad for weeks. Months. So, uh, we'll judge them when we come back. Yes, calling contest ends tomorrow. But don't tell Andrew if you get it in after the next couple of days. It's okay. All right. You have through the weekend. I might not look at we won't look. At the, we won't look at the submitted date as long as whatever's there by the time we get a chance to yeah. look at them all. So, we have a lot of sweet prizes. We do. And I really can't wait to get them off of my kitchen counter because yes. they take all of my space. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Anyway... If you love the podcast, like us on Facebook so you can see our posts. 
Uh, follow us on Instagram for stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Raced in Anger. And Brad? You can follow me on Instagram at TSISS350 for copious amounts of pictures of Colts. Mm-hmm. Occasionally my dog. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what everybody wants to see, obviously. Why not? That's why I listen to us. I just want to see pictures of Colts and dogs. Sure. Um, and anything else? Just our end of the show tagline, Andrew. Oh, I, th- I was waiting for you to do something else, but... What was I going to do? Oh, Vintage Imports New England? Yeah. Yes, you can go to Vintage Imports NE on Instagram as well. Um, we've actually put Andrew's personal car on there last week. Somebody buy Andrew's Subaru. Yeah, the wife's old Subaru. Yeah, the... It's real cheap, and it runs just fine. Yeah, if you're a listener of the show, we will give you a deep discount. Yeah, because I don't want to look at it during the wintertime. No. So, no. take it away. It runs great, it's inexpensive, Mm -hmm. and it's already beat up and dented, so do whatever you want to it. Rally cross it, road rally it, Uh, demo derby it, demo derby it, Uh, drive it every day to work, I don't care. Just don't drive it while drinking Fireball. Exactly. (laughs) Keep your cars analog.